0: First World Solutions, the problem-solving show for people who don't necessarily need one. I'm Joel. I'm Oscar. I'm Tom. We're closing the loop. (gasps) We've gotten too strong. Keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle. Things are going to get bumpy. Also get in the vehicle. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) shit. We forgot to mention there's a vehicle. It's of utmost importance you get into the vehicle. We have identified a divergent path within the time break and Mm. we need to uh, cut it off at its source. As some of you may be aware... We are planning for a trip. Or Tom's planning for a trip. We're planning for Tom's trip. I was going to say, you you, you can plan for my trip if you'd like to, but I'm not going to take any of it into account. We're we're bunkering down. We're creating a a backlog, which is creating a time loop where we don't know what day it is anywhere ever. So this episode is coming to you fresh off the presses. This happened this week. This happened this week um, because things are getting trippy and we've been away for Christmas and we... Figured there was a lot of stuff we want to talk about. But the trouble is, now what's going to happen is we are coming to you from the future, coming back to the past, and then Mm. the one in the future is going to be from the past. Yeah. Have you ever seen X-Men Days of Future Past? Thankfully, only bits. Have you ever seen Back to the Future? Days of Future Past. Both of them are perfect examples of what we're trying to achieve. A terrible event is coming. Mm. The terrible event being... A confusing and non-linear series of episodes in which we tried not to talk about any current events. Yep. Also, Biff Tannen becomes president, and that was mm. our fault. Yeah, that Biff Tannen becomes the president um, in our podcast. Listen yeah. out; it won't be immediately clear, <laughs> but if you if you dig a little deeper below the surface, you'll you'll find it. Um, yeah. We've so, got some like radio broadcasts, very very low in the mix. You might not be able to hear them because we didn't put them in, but. They, they are very, there. They're so low. <laughs> they're so low. <laughs> they're so low in the mix, they've made their way off the, off, out of the project. They're, yeah. that, they're that low. Um, so we are circumventing a horrible future, which we yeah. have created. No. We are us from the future, which is us in the present. And next week, I guess it'll be us in the past. But, it, but that's the future from now. If you're following this, congratulations, you're smarter than us. I'm just a bit worried that, you know, in all of these... Uh, time travel short stories, films, mm. whatever. There is always an unseen consequence of going back and changing the timeline. Yeah. yeah. What do you think we've done that if we skipped back to present day? I think we're going to have to reevaluate when we um, come back. It's the only thing we're going to. Know. It's the only way we're going to know. Yeah. When, when, when we come back out of the time bubble, mm. we'll have to reassess and see what what possible bizarre thing has happened as a direct result of us meddling with the time stream okay mm. so early march yeah yeah the oh first episode God, is, it's gonna be march yeah early march it's gonna be the time the timeline assessment episode mm. yeah where if all of us have grown four hands or like birds are seven times the size of what they used to be yeah mm, then we'll know Two worlds collide two podcasts collide it's one podcast really i think we should step back a little bit from our duties as time traveling wizards wizards or are we more science we're science we're yeah. science this men. isn't magic we understand what we're doing no, there are there are no orbs present within <laughs> this time traveling experiment okay so we'll step back from our duties as time traveling orbless science men yep i'm just Chat. Just chat normal like we normally do. I've got some complaints. Go ahead. Ah, this is my favourite part of the normal chat Joel has us have every week. This is Joel's soapbox. I forgot about this segment. We're here to help people, but we also need to help ourselves. (laughs) We are intrinsically (laughs) selfish people. You know when you're on a plane and the mask drops down and you have to help yourself before helping others, otherwise they kick you off. Women and children first, podcasters firstest. Firster. More first, uh, first world solutions, which means we come first. Yes. So I was on the train on the way here and uh, I got on in first class because that was the only door that was open. Okay. And I tried, as a good second class citizen, I tried to make my way down the train and I was almost in the second class carriage and then the doors just started shutting and it was like that scene with the trash compactor <laughs> in, um, in what's in that film, War of the Stars? War of the Stars, yes. No, it's not. War of the Worlds. Oh, it's, ugh, it's not either of those. It's Bugs Life. Oh yeah, the trash compactor from Bugs Life. It's the trash yes. compactor in Bugs Life. The trash compactor in Bugs Life and Indiana Jones. Um, so these doors <laughs> were coming in and I, I was like, it just needs to sense me. So I stuck a good foot in and it jammed on that and wouldn't stop. So I pulled my foot out, but my hand was still out holding my coffee cup. Of course. And uh, it just closed. Just <laughs> closed on my finger. Oh. It, is, this how, is this how they keep the riffraff out of first class? Well, like nonsense tra- doors? It trapped me in first class, but also in the door. And it really hurt. Yeah, I can imagine so. Like, like those, doors he- those doors are heavy, strong, strong doors. Yeah, well, this first-class engineering—that's what we what, what you expect. You yeah, know? I just, I just wanted to get to them, and it wouldn't let me. That, to me, seems like there has to be a reason why first-class is heavily fortified, and I mm. think they're realizing that an imminent uprising is coming. Possibly. Like, there's only so many times you can get on a train that's been delayed for 45 minutes mm. and sit in a horrible, smelly, cramped compartment while there are so many seats available in first class. They know what's about to happen. Mm. See, if I was wearing gloves, I could understand that their biometric scanners weren't picking me up. (laughs) But I'd taken my gloves off for precisely such an occasion. Maybe we need a glove that overrules the door. Are you describing a glove that goes on top of your human skin? I I don't want... I don't want... I don't... Want a glove that goes underneath my human skin. Okay, good. Good start. But Well, you, I'm out. Well, are you, <laughs> are you describing a glove that is just a second false human skin glove on top of your hand? Like a silicon prop hand. Like yeah. a mask for your hand. <laughs> like a hand mask, which is really all a glove is. <laughs> Introducing the mand. Oh. oh. I mean, like the... It's the... better than husk. I'll give you that. Ask the Herald Angels Sing. <laughs> here comes the mand. Here comes the mand. <laughs> the newborn king. The newborn... Well, it's rare we get an advert churned out so quickly for a product. <laughs> yeah. And not one that is so very perfect to start with. So I think we're... Um, so basically, on that. the mand is extra obvious to doors. Yes. It's a little bigger and thicker, Mm. but it's got more juice in it that the doors pick up. You know, the door juice. So a big, thick, juicy hand. Yes. Yeah, which goes on top of your... Sorry, (laughs) manned. The big, thick, juicy manned, which goes on top of your little, weak, imperceptible hand. (laughs) thanks That's i hate right. it well you know what you can't have everything you want I'll, we've like done christmas we're all mm. fresh out of ideas and thoughtfulness it at least brings us to the end of talking about that so we can go out and use this weird energy we've created to help other people out there on the internet who would like to start us off yeah there we go yeah, yeah. sounds good okay so this comes to us from quadrant six on reddit thank you very much quadrant six mm. Uh, he says, my newly built house doesn't register on any maps or GPS apps, so I have to give the food delivery guy driving directions like I'm some kind of 20th century map-knowing socializer. Ooh. Mm. I mean, you just got to be able to upload your own maps to the map, I think. The one big map. The the map. <laughs> the only map. The map that everyone shares now. Yeah, it's good that we're, we've... we've grown so much as a society that we're able to actually share a big map with each other but it is amazing that we've had this map sharing tech for so long and as you rightly pointed out we haven't drawn on it yeah because I've drawn a lot of stuff I have to share with other people Mm. you know and so the big map I I haven't crossed out any of the road names and written funny words instead. I haven't, you know, I haven't done anything yet, Uh, but I've equally experienced this. Like my mum's house is in a new development, so it doesn't appear on maps yet. Mm. And I had to get a taxi back there last Christmas. And I don't know, I flew where I was. I ended up just walking the streets of this tiny little village in which there's one light on about 10 miles away, Mm. going, well, this is where I die, out in the fields. (laughs) Merry Christmas. Like we know that tech exists because places have been built since the invention of the map mm-hmm. that we all share. And those places are on the map that we all share. So Google, hide, they're hiding something. They're hiding map writing text. So, what we're suggesting now is a Wikipedia style common Wiki map, basically. Wiki mm. map. Are we a little bit frightened that this is going to be used for incredible griefing strategies? Well, do you remember that uh, scene in the Simpsons movie when they delete Springfield from the map? Yes, actually. They're I haven't dri- thought about that in a long time. Driving, yeah, spoilers, it's okay. They're driving along the road and it says, coming up on your right, nothing. Okay. Real-time deletion. We could use that, though, to have coming up on your right and on the map it's nothing. Suddenly, it's your new house. Ooh. Maybe instead of writing delivery instructions, you upload a map patch. A match? A match. It's a match. A pap. pap. I actually prefer PAP in a way. Yeah. I think .pap would be the file name. Yes. Okay, that's great. Ah. Uh, So could you just send me uh, your address in a .pap, obviously? Yeah, send me the .pap. Yeah, we'll upload it to the database. That's great. And this is the thing. This will revolutionize parties at your house. No Mm -hmm. longer do you not have to not give invites to people you don't want there Mm. and just hope they don't find their way. No, no, you can send them the wrong .pap. (laughs) You can send them most of the way to your house and then off down a side road that doesn't exist. They, they print off the they print off the directions like strange i don't remember there being this many ferries to get there before but <laughs> hey is is it's what the dot paps saying and like you know that's that's valid va- vali- valified verified No, verified no im <laughs> I'm, no, I'm sorry i've usually i'll take your guidance on this but i'm pretty sure it's valified. <laughs> valif- <laughs> <laughs> mm. now are there limitations to how much of a dot .pap you could upload because someone's going to upload the entirety of the USA as one big road penis. Yeah. And we true. don't want that. Okay, so I think it's got to be um, a three change max. Okay. any Anything can be a change. Road name, mm. road length, mm. uh, turns in the road, a house, a building, yeah. a business... But only three changes per dot pap and there'll probably be government officials elected to uh, monitor bigger roads yeah. and things like that. So you won't be able to change the name of like the A fourteen to something else. Yeah, you know, <laughs> go down Junction Asshole on John is a Dick Road till you reach your mum. Like <laughs> people are gonna have people are gonna have to change these yeah. ones out. I think there's got to be some kind of uh, you know rules and measures in place to stop it just becoming a wasteland. You say three change max. Is that per day? Is that on a cooldown? I think that's the thing. You have to have an amount of paps you can do a day. Microtransactions. We oh, again. we're back in business. Well, hang on. We can't... I think there's got to be a limit on big things. Like mm. big important road names, but little ones. Like closes and you know, like stuff like that. <laughs> Anything with close on. There's never been a famous close. No one has ever cared about a road that ends in close. Don't. Glenn Close. You can change his name as much as you want. Isn't it a woman? There's a road near my mum's new house called Elder Close, which sounds more like a warning to me. Look <laughs> out, Elder Close! Shit, it's Nan. <gasps> How did she find us? We papped her the other direction. <laughs> so maybe people would start using the paps to send illicit messages. Like, interesting. Oh, it's going to become a code for drugs. Like, with, code with for a- drugs, but also like you- you're driving to your friend's house and you look and oh, turn right on. I need another thirty minutes to get ready, bro. oh Oh, okay it could be like i am yeah so on your left you're gonna see i'm just in the bath yeah and coming (laughs) up on your right i should be running about 15 minutes late and uh if you hit if you hit where the hell are you you've gone the wrong way (laughs) 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 now i i know that last time we took the road through are you going to get them a present Mm. i'm thinking maybe you're also limited by your gps so you can only update your pap within like a half mile radius Okay, so it's it's locally fixed to you. Are we saying like a fixed point so you have to prove you live somewhere in order to pap it? I think just as you go. So you could technically travel through a brand new country papping and ruining things at will. Yes. Every road is suddenly Tom Road, where you're going. You well, can I've make done. yourself famous wherever you yeah. are. Um, now, I've just thought of a really good way to monitor this and to actually keep the number of people doing it to a minimum. Yeah. What's the worst thing, or not so much now because all sat nav is done through phones near enough, mm. but what was the worst thing back when sat navs were the main way of navigating about uh, using that interface? It's a little keyboard, yeah. A little touchscreen keyboard on a sat nav that's kind of at an awkward angle on the dashboard. Mm. That can be the only way you rename stuff because that way <laughs> to discourage it discourages people. Just like, if you're just doing it on a keyboard on a computer or on your phone, it's going to be far easier to go like dick, 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 69. 69 like you can just kind of you can do whatever you want much more freely on that. You know, there's the, the predictive function on a sat nav where you type in a letter and it will go. Well, you can only do these ones; the rest will be greyed out. Right. I think it's like that. We can put that kind of filter on because it stops people just turning every road into a Rudy because yeah. okay. I'm never going to be able to get anywhere if every road is called you know Bell End you know am I there's, mm. there's not, there's not going to be any way to get home it's also going to be a boy who cried wolf scenario the one person who actually lives in Bell End yeah, yeah. they're going to have a really tough time yeah turn left on and then turn right street that's oh, okay so I'm actually pretty happy with the dot pap system all mm. in mm. just one final question of course what would you use it for what would be your main use of the dot path the first thing that springs to mind is super innocuous but the uh the, the the little close i grew up on there was one that was immediately before it if you were coming from the nearest uh town and so the the, the close i grew up on was called chestnut close and mm. the one just before it was called home close and i remember when i was about five i had the genius realization that if i saw home close that meant that home is close that's a warning so i would just turn home close to home is close just for that's for you just for me that's for no one else i would change because i think for the people who actually live on the road that's not too big a change that's not too disruptive i would say home's close it's it's, it's basically the same it's like one letter and an apostrophe one letter and an apostrophe that is the first thing i would do just to kind of give myself that satisfaction from a thing i've thought about since i was a kid that reminds me a lot of the oldest advert i remember seeing which was a billboard In a building in Portsmouth That said If you lived here You'd be home by now oh. When I was ten That blew my mind <laughs> That was like Oh my like, god He's right They are correct Why are we wasting All this time <laughs> Mother Buy me this house Home's close I like it That's yeah. very very nice I do I would probably use it As like Grassroots advertising For Joel For Joel <laughs> The new scent from Joel Man this road smells like Joel And that's a good thing Avenue <laughs> just put your head out the window Take a whiff It's Joel www.joel.com <laughs> Avenue Check out my SoundCloud <laughs> Yeah just a SoundCloud URL That's a, Yeah <laughs> Just rename road names To SoundCloud URLs Yeah That'd be great uh, I think for me I would commit a big, Ooh, a big crime A big crime A big crime A big money crime mm. And then I'd just use it To hide from the authorities Okay They can't get to my house If he it's not went, on any map He went that away <laughs> Literally, it would be acme shit. I would be able to just take them on an endlessly looping road. Well, you could be like, his last known location was here. Well, now it's there. (laughs) Okay, so he went this way. Well, that's that way. This way, that way. Which way are we going? Meanwhile, I'm just sat at home with police cars (laughs) revolving around my town, but never even remotely finding me. I like to pitch you in like a Minority Report hologram screen, (laughs) but it's all sat (laughs) now. But it's all tiny sat (laughs) now. Tapping away and spinning and... I'm going to send this police car to the river. (laughs) Yeah. Moving on then. I'm really glad we are breaking the time loop uh, because I have a very pertinent piece of First World News (gasps) to talk about. (gasps) It's our favourite segment that I occasionally forget about and it's probably going to make more sense now. I think this is the first time I've done it. Yeah. Okay. No. I've done one... I think we have had our... We've done one time time. loop. Okay. Don't worry. This this is... We're closing the loop. We're closing <laughs> the loop before we've opened it. My favourite bit of news is one that's come out only only a day ago, as I'm sure you both have been made very aware. Mm. Pastry giant, oh yeah, Greg's have introduced a vegan sausage roll to their range, and you look at that and go, "Good on you guys! You've you've you know you're, you're moving with the times, making more options for other people." That should be it. Mm. Oh God, so wrong, so wrong. Now the thing I didn't realise is that. <laughs> you don't think of Greggs as doing product launches Very often do you? No Gregs did an actual product launch where they sent Samples of these vegan sausage rolls To like bloggers And like food, like, yeah. food Blogs in a box that looked like an iPhone box. It was incredible. It's, it had, like, a red velvet interior. It red, oh, yeah, wow. yeah, it was, like, exactly like the iPhone box. It had, like, a holographic, and uh, like, Greg symbol on the top, and it just said, like, vegan sausage roll on the side. You know, they, they understand the ludicrousness of a company that prides themselves on regular sausage rolls being mm. the kind of, you know, cornerstone of their business to go pivot almost and go, we're going to have something that's very inclusive. The vitriol that has been spewed over Twitter from, from people who, like... Diet- well, I hope that doesn't touch my nice n- normal meat ones and contaminate it. What's it made of? Lettuce and sawdust, like rabbit food. Rabbit food? Like what is it? Uh, what it's... is it made of, though? I mean, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's corn. Yeah, come out and said it's a partnership with corn. Yeah, it's a partnership with corn, but oh, like, okay, so it is branded corn. I that's, think so. That's cool. Yeah, if but, if indeed that's correct, don't come to us for your news. <laughs> oh, absolutely not. Welcome back to First World News. Don't come here. Yeah, big difference. <laughs> like the news might be in the title, but it most certainly is not in the content. Yeah, this podcast is an interesting makeup. We have one vegetarian, one vegan, and one no- nothing. I'm nothing. I got. I got One nothing. One man who makes up for it. Basically, <laughs> yeah. I. I basically fill in the gaps. I ruin their. I. I. I do my best to cut down my meat intake, but I do still eat meat, and yet I am utterly and utterly baffled by how angry people are at this just addition to a menu it's not as if they've gone ah you can have your you can have your vegan sausage rolls but steak bakes are no more it's, forever yeah, exactly it's not at the expense of anything else it's literally just a new item yes mm. that's it it's a new item but and that's no it. it is uh if i can just quote something i saw this morning mm. everything that is wrong with western society oh yeah i've mm. seen that one a few times yeah um greg's has gone down the shitter um this is what happens to our country um the, my favorite one was this is what happens when you let the foreigns in yeah i like, oh, the top comments like I bet it's halal as well. Like, just... I, mm. I mean, it's not not halal. No. No, it's not. But <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I don't think vegetables are often... <laughs> yeah, no, i tell you what. I can guarantee that all of the ingredients of this sausage roll were humanely slaughtered. Yeah. But, but like, like, it's the fact that, that that is, like, in the same breath as a mm. negative thing for a lot of the people who are this outraged by it. Now, What's interesting, though, is that it's Greg's. Yeah. Which, uh, we know, it's, you know, good and proper or classic sausage roll, whatever. There's not a lot of meat in that sausage. No. It's mostly sawdust already. No, nobody is going to Gregg's for the meat experience. Yeah. So people are going to Gregg's because it costs 80p. Yes. Like, I don't understand how you can get that. Like, Gregg's is an institution. It's like, no. Gregg's is a shop which sells cheap pasties. <laughs> what I'm more surprised by is the fact that the pastry doesn't have butter in. Because my all my memories of Gregg's are biting and just tasting butter. Yeah, it's a very buttery pastry they usually go for. And I've not, I've not tried one yet. I'd be interested to see what the difference mm, is. Yeah. But the thing that really gave me so much more faith in humanity post this coming out and the, like, the general Twitter outrage of mm. what have you done to Greg's is the way that whoever's running Greg's Twitter account is handling all of it. Oh, they are a champion. It is so, so good. All the comments of people saying, like, this is the worst thing ever. This has ruined my day. Greg's response going, it's just a sausage roll. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> they like, can't argue. No. That it's everything they've said is factually correct. Yeah. Exactly. like it's not incendiary. It's not like you're an idiot. Like yeah. the vegan resistance is coming. It's not like in any way militant. It, it really would be quite like, impressive actually for just someone to just go, oh, what have you done, Gregs? And Greg's official Twitter to fire by the, don't come in our store. <laughs> I've got your number, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> you're not welcoming Gregs anymore, Terry. Terry. <laughs> you fraud. So w- we've caught this pretty. Goddamn quick. Like, yeah. this is a, as of recording, this is a day after it launched, right? I mean, yeah, it'll be a week after it launched by the time we upload yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. So, no, shit. It's a Friday today. Yeah. Yeah. Oh but my God. You'd... It's going to be like two days. It's going to be like three day old news. This is the this... most up to date bit we've ever done. This news is going to be lukewarm, yeah. <laughs> 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 tepid <laughs> news. Tepid news. The same temperature as a sausage roll. So, yeah. this is my question. We did a piece on First World News mm. a while back, a mm. classic, if you will, mm. about the sheer panic that was instilled about the sausage and onion sandwich sausage and onions which i think is live i think we're all good time loop wise so okay cool good. if not sneak uh, peek spoilers that had a ridiculous escalation to the point where the prime minister of the country had to step in mm-hmm. uh battle lines were drawn it was crazy where do we as first world news kind of veterans here where mm. do we see this going all the way to the top, you thinking? Yeah, I reckon I reckon um, Theresa May is going to take a break from whatever the hell she's doing to talk about the vegan sausage roll. Mm. Now, which side she's coming down on? Because I'm thinking if she's leaning with party policy and, and who's given her support, she's going to condemn the vegan roll. But here's what I think. Here's what I think. She is inadvertently the best person to do anything with it because if she goes on TV and takes a bite out of the the vegan sausage roll, based on facial expression alone, you're not going to know whether she enjoys it or doesn't. She's so completely incapable of a normal reaction to anything facially. Mm. She'll take a bite out of it and just say, this is a vegan sausage roll. And then either side of the argument will be able to interpret that as, see, she hates it. She's grimacing. Or or, or, look, even Theresa May enjoys it. Look at that fun smile she's got. No, you clod. It's (laughs) awful. Yeah. I think... I think that's a guarantee to happen, and a 100% yeah. guarantee. I can, I can see it in, yeah. my, in my mind's eye, yeah. this picture it's you have posted horribly, me. horribly accurate. But yeah. the thing is, that will then ignite the debate for another couple of weeks. Mm. Obviously what she wanted, yeah. and it will be settled one way and one way only. Another live tasting, mm. but this time someone you would expect to be the face of Greg's, eating this vegan roll and giving them the thumbs up. For me, I think Alan Hansen. Alan Hansen? Who's Alan Hansen? Very, you know what? Let's go with another name because neither of you have watched Match of the Day, I think, ever. Nope. nope. no, No, nope, nope, nope your audience No, nope. your crowd. Okay. Hmm. Al Murray. No, 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 no. No, no, no. no, no Alan no, no, Titchmarsh. Alan oh, Titchmarsh. Oh, no. Too. <laughs> he's, he's, never step, fa- he's never stepped foot in a Greg's, <laughs> but he wants you to think he has. <laughs> that's true. So that's the thing. No, that would be a bad. I think Alan Titchmarsh would do it a week after this guy. Just it's not the like, Alan's, all it's Alan Sugar. Alan Sugar would never eat a vegan sausage roll. But Alan Sugar's imagine, probably on Twitter yelling about it right now. Yeah. Can you imagine if he came out in favour of it? Oh god. If he Stops threw caution drop. to the yeah. wind. Amstrad, gone. Amstrad. Forever. Amstrad is a is a smoking crater in the earth because Alan Sugar said, Don't mind it. <laughs> you know what? Absolute zero. It's all right. You know what? Its existence doesn't bother me. It's Dumb. fine. <laughs> Computers are over. He pointed it with his chubby little <laughs> finger. Back to fire. <laughs> <laughs> what have you done, Alan? No. Alan was the only thing keeping this economy afloat. We need one person who epitomizes Greg's to come out and endorse this product oh, to end the squabble. Oh, Sarah Milliken. I think you might be right. It's like, Wait, no. Like that's the thing. Like I think Greg's you go for someone that is Geordie. I think yeah. that's that's gotta be it. Could it be ants? Big return. <gasps> this is how he comes back. Oh my god, that would be groundbreaking. Oh my god. I think that's it. Disgraced yeah. I'm a celebrity co-host returns <laughs> you've, you've with got- shocking statement on the vegan sausage roll. <laughs> <laughs> you've got <laughs> Sausage roll, meatless, ant deckless. It all there's <laughs> it so all many parallels. parallels. So it can be like a staged thing where ant uh, where Deck is alone oh. in Greg's, <laughs> but orders a jumbo roll and can't finish it, <laughs> and then Deck comes in. Angels choir yeah. in the yeah. background. I love it. I love it. Both. Yeah. Both very very strong. I love. Yeah. Okay. Mm. Well, that is. Not so much first world news, then more just first world fingers crossed because that would be absolutely <laughs> bloody glorious. I, w- I want to apologise to any overseas listeners for what is undoubtedly the most British segment of the show we've ever done. Yeah, I reckon. Oh, I reckon the outrage of the vegan sausage roll has made it over the pond. I want you to take all the names that we've just said and replace them with <laughs> Ed Helms, Ed Helms, <laughs> David Schwimmer, um, Guy Fieri, uh, Sarah Milliken can be Amy. Sarah Sarah Silverman Almost the same name Sarah Silverman Sarah Millican Sarah Silverman Basically the same person And who do you think Alan Hansen would be (laughs) Well I don't know Who Alan Hansen is Uh, That sports guy Um, From America Madden Madden (laughs) John Madden John Madden That that is actually his his name name. Gerald Madden (laughs) Mark Madden (laughs) Alan Madden Madeline Madden We're getting way too much mileage Out of one name (laughs) It's a funny name (laughs) except that it's not. <laughs> not you know what's more surprising to me is that we've referenced ed helms on this podcast so many times and yet we've never called him egg helms you can't put it, your hands together with ed helms you, you can have too much of a good thing Yeah, and that is that is too much that's egg thing. and ed helms i mean it's fantastic but i think that is very much if we if we if we open that bottle <laughs> that the genie bottle, not going back if we open that bottle of eggs Moving on from Greg's. Greg's, we wish you the best. You are First World Solutions approved. Yes. Vegan sausage roll sponsored by First World Solutions. Honestly, I'm going to go ahead and say it's probably going to be disgusting because their main sausage roll is not great, but it's I not. like what you're doing. Yeah, that's the thing. Like The actual yeah, the sausage un- roll is not very good. You know? The only feedback I've seen is you've, they've taken something that is basically not meat and made it out of not meat. It's, basically, yeah. I mean, it's, yeah. yeah. That's the thing. I want to move on to this tweet from Wayne E. Travers Jr. That's Travers Jr. on Twitter. He said, I just washed my hands with soap brought back from our 2018 trip to Iceland. I'm pretty sure it has rocks in it, and I think I'm bleeding. <laughs> what you've done there is bring back a rock. <laughs> There's no soap. Squeeze- it is only rock. Squeezability. It, it looks a lot like a soap with rocks in. A rock. That's a rock what it's you've done so- there. a <laughs> shiny, greasy rock. It's a grease. What you've got there is a ball of fat with some rocks in it. Yeah, which... I've been to the Icelandic hills. I haven't, but if I had been, you, those fatty deposits—no, a, a dozen—they yeah. are leaking. You just break some right off and have a wash. Rocky fat balls. Okay. <laughs> wow. Uh, so, how on earth do we? This is so. It was kind of was it a gift? Did you say? He said he brought it back from their trip. Oh, okay, fair enough. So he's. It has memory. It has sentimentality attached yeah, to it. So you you don't, don't want to just, throw it away. You don't want to throw it away. Yeah. See, so we need to find another use for this <laughs> fatty scratch rock. Yeah. Which is my DJ name. <laughs> uh, <laughs> your boy, Fatty Scratch Rock playing nothing but the hits. I want to know if there is a... Well, hang on. Could you give it to a pet? Could you take it to the vet? Could, Could you? Would you? In a jet? Um, No. I, I think pets... Uh, is, I think that's it, too, too bitty and too dangerous. Mm-hmm. They don't know. Yeah, if your hands are bleeding, that probably would be animal cruelty, I well, suppose. Pets wash their they wash with their tongues a lot of the time mm. so and when they don't they exclusively use carex so yeah yeah so this is a scratchy bit of soap I man did he say anything about how nice the soap was or just how no, he's just, just just said it he's bleeding I, I think that's is, kind of a tacit admission of how nice the soap yeah. is yeah. if you, i am bleeding is quite a review if you keep rubbing your hand against something that's scratching you mm. to the extent that it starts to bleed you because also the rocks obviously they're embedded so the first layer one scratchy so he would have had to keep going until it came out. Yeah. There must be some pretty good soap. Can you is there any way to uh get the soap out without getting the now if you soap colander? Well, I was thinking soap excavation. Foss like fossil. Well, like a dig. Yeah. An archaeological. Organize dig. a dig <laughs> in the living room put to up put the soap on the floor. You need, you need to put up a little rope. Have a word with John Hammond. Have a word with John Madden. Get him in. He does digs. And just put up a little cordon, a little rope. Yeah. Get a tiny little brush, a trowel. Yeah. Small you... hammer. Small hammer. Tiny Maybe hammer. a toffee hammer. You, you've seen toffee hammers. Well. That is a cut from, I think, episode three. I was about to say, you've been banging on the toffee hammer for nigh on two years they now. They won't give me a gavel. <laughs> <laughs> so what I've got is this toffee hammer. Toffee hammer would be perfect for this. Because soap what... is basically hand toffee. Except that it's not in any way like hand toffee <laughs> because your hands don't eat. And And you don't clean your mouth with toffee Well well, You can clean out your mouth with toffee If it's particularly sticky And by clean out I mean Remove all those pesky teeth Parents tell you to wash your mouth out with soap So clean your hands with toffee It's not far off that's one of the most irresponsible phrases I think I've ever heard. If you're a literal child, mm. that's going to really confuse you. Just wash your mouth out with soap. No, no, don't! What? To be fair, I think it's more of a threat. Like, I'll wash your mouth out with soap if you don't stop saying those dirty words. Because it's it's far less threatening than saying to a kid, if you swear again, I'll poison you. Because <laughs> that's literally what they're saying. <laughs> Pretty much. It's just like, any more in- Rudys, I put soap in your tea. You won't know when it's coming. <laughs> At least they give you warning, though. <laughs> if they were just so- I wouldn't swear again (laughs) I wouldn't Oh, oh, I wouldn't But while just like Threateningly shaking A a bar of soap Very slowly Believe me when I say I wouldn't I wouldn't swear again If I were you Yeah Just based on the things That I know and you don't I wouldn't swear And if you have to Be vigilant Yeah Then as a kid You have to learn the meaning Of the word vigilant Yeah here's a dictionary Be vigilant Here's an unrelated cup of tea Drink up (laughs) (laughs) Pay no heed to the lavender smell Pay no heed to the This is a nice new lavender tea Oh, lavender soap That's too much That's too much Oh yeah, we're talking about soap Yeah, we Um, are I I think the dig is the correct way of doing it Yeah So I'm I'm putting forward Toffee Hammer as my go-to tool What other tools would you use? I think uh, a toothpick to hammer in. Mm, mm. So you kind of like press it in where the rocks are, use the little toffee hammer on the top of the toothpick to break it apart yeah. and excavate around okay. the uh, yeah. the rock. I like that. Oscar. Um what do you bring I've, into the dig? You know those um like egg wash brushes uh from from cooking? Yeah. Yes. The I cook think brush. The cook brush. Um I think one of those would probably do the job quite well because you can actually get that wet and it's like whatever cause it cause you've got to bear in mind that the soap's gonna be wet and sticky. Or whatever so you need to make sure that this thing doesn't you can't use actual brushes because unlike um archaeological digs in deserts or anything else like that where it's a very dry medium they're brushing away you need something that can actually get wet so i'd use a little egg wash brush thing okay, okay. either that or maybe like a little makeup brush yeah because this is like well, this, this is, the, is very small work mm. makeup sponges you know those little eggs yeah uh, those yeah. makeup eggs the, hey, make- the, the makeup egg the makeup yeah. egg and, and also for digs yeah dig egg <laughs> dig egg <laughs> Dig. this is my dig. Hi you guys, ha- <laughs> I brought my dig to the dig. <laughs> There's a dig dug joke in there somewhere. I like, done oh, did I, I done did a dig. Um, I've now dug up the dig with my dig. Um, my big dig did a dig. I
1: my my, um,
0: my big dig done did a big dug. dig I, I want to turn it back into dig egg. Dig, dig egg sounds better than deg. dig. Dig egg sorry. sounds more urgent. Yeah, dig egg. I brought my dig egg. <laughs> dig egg. Dig <laughs> egg. Well, fantastic. This is... This is gone nowhere. What, well, no, it's done exactly what we always do. If we have no out, turn to egg. All roads, <laughs> all roads lead to egg. Rome wasn't fried in a day. Dig egg. Dig, dig egg. egg. Dig <laughs> egg. So find your tools that you think are most appropriate. Carefully excavate the rocks that they put in your fatty rock stick, clean stick, and... Then eat the eat the rocks, consume their power, yeah, I guess you'd be left with like a Swiss cheese sort of soap, which would be very weird like I a yes so. or a bowling ball sort of holes thing now hold on. can we just talk about bowling soap, soap. bowling soap because that would fly down those lanes. bowling for soap oh. <laughs> their hit song <laughs> that nineteen eighty five was the year of, of soap. soap. <laughs> Bowling for Soup have been looking for a new advertising campaign to you get there. You, you look at them, they look dirty. They they look like their careers need bolstering, that's for sure. Bowling for Soap, that's our new market. We'll get to that after the dig. Yeah, when, when the dig is concluded, we mould it into a bowling ball. Yeah, Contact the guys. Call them up, they're not busy. And that's that. We're okay. going to move on to our horse melon symposium. I've been the excited. first of the year, the last of the loop. Or the start of the loop. All oh, stop, stop it. <laughs> Too much thought. We're going to each say a word. We're going to mangle those words into a product that we can pitch to a demographic and uh, see if they like it. What demographic are we going to do this week? Um, so I think what we should do is we should HMS the demographic. Okay, and then and then from that what? So or what? So we're, we're HMSing a demographic and then HMSing. Ah, okay. On. So a, oh, okay. a quick fire round. Yeah. So, so double, double. basically, what we're going to do for the demographic mm. is. Uh, Joel, if you say um, a group of people, so Vickers or something like that. Okay. Uh, Oscar and I will give an adjective each. Okay. Oh, okay. That makes sense. So are we ready to find our demographic? Yes. Yes. Well, um, So Tom and Oscar are going to throw out their adjectives and I'm going to throw out my base group of people and that'll really help narrow down the, the search for this product. Okay. So three, two, one. Sleepy. Dizzy. Diplomats. <laughs> So this they're always we're- on those planes, <laughs> <laughs> but they're not good with heights. whoa, oh, 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 oh. or the entire flight oh, oh, oh. <laughs> death kind of kind of dizzying in and out of sleep. <laughs> well, I was just trying to pen some legislation just on the long haul flight home, trying to get my way to Helsinki. I got bills to sign <laughs> whoa. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay so sleepy dizzy diplomats <coughs> yep and this is our new product to help them out to help out sleepy dizzy diplomats okay um so we're each going to say another word doesn't have to be related to diplomatic proceedings but it does have to help okay uh three two one string fluffer seven a, a seven string fluffer <laughs> <A> seven string <laughs> fluffer this is quite a. this is the, the solution is clear when you are a diplomat and you are flying all over the world giving your diplomacy to people that need it, I yeah. don't know a lot about diplomats but and you're on lots of long haul and short haul and red eyes and overnights and layovers and stopovers and laybys and that's the road but you need to you need to have something to keep you alert. Back in the days of the pyramids, there was a device which kept (laughs) slaves alert. That device was known as the Cato 9 Tails. (laughs) It wasn't just one whip. It was a revolution in the whip game. It was nine whips stuck together so you could theoretically whip guys nine astride with one fell swoop. The seven-string fluffer is a device utilising this multi-core technology. (laughs) This is a seven... Tight. Seven strands of fluffy thing, each of which is utilised to engage your core, not core, engage your senses in a different way to keep you alert whilst struggling from vertigo at heights while flying and also combating being tired on your flight. I'd like you to tell me more about the ways in which the fluffer can help keep you alert. See, now... It's common knowledge that you can't feel uh, vertigo or um, height sickness if you're being tickled. That is science. That's what I've heard. right now your body gets (laughs) your body gets overloaded. It gets taken up with uh, you have so much touch that you don't have room for anything else. Any other senses like height? Exactly, (laughs) the other one, (laughs) the eighth sense. (laughs) Like that's the (laughs) fall. But that is... I mean, it's just science. Like, you're so focused on trying to get these tickles away from you mm. that you've kind of forgotten where you are. It's, also... It's just science. It's just science. <laughs> it's just science. Uh, also, well-known fact that's also scientifically proven, mm. tickles wake you up. Mm. Many studies done this. Yeah. Uh, as you can tell from my vernacular, <laughs> many, many stu- studies done this. <laughs> A study did. A study did, showed tickle do wake good. Tickle got studied on. <laughs> Put the tickle under the microscope, and you will see nothing but awake cells. No <laughs> sleepy cells in that cross section, I assure you. Yeah. So what we have here is a catanin tail style seven wide duster that will tickle you into alertness. Mm. That's... And is it is it like a self-flagellation throw over your shoulder sort of thing, or do you need a this partner? Is, now this is the trouble. It's well known that you cannot tickle yourself. Mm. There's only one place. Yes, and I don't think you should put the duster there. No, <laughs> typically a bad place to put it. Is it the roof of your mouth? It's the it roof is. of your mouth. Okay, yeah. good. And I was r- remembering badly. It's <laughs> Not the roof of anything else. The roof of my car. <laughs> <laughs> you can tickle yourself on the roof of your car. <laughs> my car, car and I <laughs> are linked genetically. So what I think we need is a way of which this can be used by somebody else in a pinch, like an emergency thing. So like an EpiPen. Mm. Like, you wouldn't use that on yourself. You'd have a bracelet saying, in case of anaphylactic shock use mm. my EpiPen. Yeah. yeah and someone would find it and use it on you yeah. in case of this diplomat being dizzy and sleepy use my seven string duster and what's what's good about um what's good about this as well is that let's say the diplomats flying business class because mm. you know they're probably you don't often see diplomats in uh in economy um they're going to spend the duration of the flight doing as we established, the whoa oh, oh. And it's gonna be really annoying for everyone else in that class. Everyone is gonna no, there's gonna be no hesitation from the other um other passengers to engage break glass in case of emergency and tickle this bitch. So that's not gonna be the problem. <laughs> that is gonna be the sign though. Yeah, that's what it says that's what it says. Break glass in case of this bitch sleeping wiggling around. Sleep, wiggling, sleep wiggling I just want to break character for a second and, and have a bit of a PSA Don't use someone's EpiPen on them Let them do it themselves Help them But don't do it to them You'll get sued Yeah don't do that Yeah, Don't do that Were Help th- help them to use their EpiPen Sure Were you thinking of the adrenaline needle From Pulp Fiction? I'm pretty sure there are some That Ed, when people are having Like an anaphylactic shock Or having a fit You have to use the injection That's why they carry it And that's why they have the bracelet saying it I'm Maybe think- I'm now thinking of the If uh, in doubt Check the bracelet Yeah Check the instruction. Check the manual. That's always the rule. Check the manual. Check the bracelet. Check the man you are about to stab with. Check (laughs) Manuel. Check Check if Manuel. If not, (laughs) stabby stabby. (laughs) Now, some of you may be a little thrown off by all of the scientific uh, jargon we're using in this section, but fear not. I do apologize. I know I referenced many studies and scientific principles earlier. Okay, I, I don't think you referenced any studies There, were no it re- was, there was no reference it, list It was implied uh, <laughs> Implicit references yes. are my favourite Yeah it's all first hand experience Yeah me an intellectual this whole section What else keeps you awake If not tickling Fear <laughs> He's not wrong So there's a fear stick there must One of the fluffers must be fear There's seven fluffers only one is tickle Maybe one of them oh. is just a snake Snakes are scary. They are scary. Especially on a plane. There's a whole film about it. So I have it, a, I've I've yeah. had it with this one snake. It's tied to a thing, though, so it's probably all right. <laughs> so you've got snakes for fear. Yeah. What else keeps you awake? Um, needing to pee. Mm. One okay. of them is a rain stick. Oh, <laughs> yes. perfect. Okay, so that's three down. Cool. What else keeps you awake? Um, Oh, anxiety. Yeah. I, I would wanna... argue the snake is quite an anxiety-inducing thing. But fear... Not existentially. Okay. Yeah, Fear is like a... A base response to a stimulus, yeah, I think one of them needs to just be a long list of all the bills you need to pay, yes, either that or just like uh, a list of all the things you that make you think someone doesn't like you, yeah, yeah. in a row, so a mirror basically yes it's a yes. Se- it's a, sealed, a mirror stick it's a sealed list one of the one of the one of the prongs is a sealed list in which you're told it's a list of everyone that doesn't like you and you Maybe can't open you can't get into it to open it so you know that it's there and at some point you could see it but you don't know what the actual content is can it are. be a scroll cuz that's kind of string shaped yeah a scroll cool. if you squint it's a sealed scroll sealed scroll about all your flaws okay so we've got tickle mm-hmm. fear yeah self-hatred yeah what was the other one rainstick. rainstick rainstick okay we have 3 left to do okay what what keeps you awake? Cold keeps me awake. Mm, fan. Uh, fan. Maybe it's maybe it's a like a one of those Flintstone lollies. Who Flintstone. remembers? Who remembers? Shout out to Flintstone lollies. <laughs> Flintstone lollies. You know, there's like frozen pop, which is basically just squash in a tube oh, in Oh, um, Freezy Pop. Freezy Pop. Yeah, Freezy Pop. But they were Flintstones, then they were Simpsons, then they were whatever else was hot with the kids. That yeah. Oh, year. you trying to talk about Mr. Freezers? Yeah, they 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 rebrand every day. They go by many names. <laughs> All is the same, yeah. I still have twenty tw- of those in my freezer. What flavor are they? Uh, at the moment, the only ones that are left are the ones we didn't want. So, strawberry and lemon. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, um, yeah. We had all the cola ones straight away. Yeah, I'm with you, you on lemon, but strawberry. Strawberry, I'm about. It's not the good one. It's not the good strawberry. A bad strawberry. Okay, so that's the fifth one is a is a Mr Freeze, Mr Freeze, a big Mr Freeze, Mr Freeze, branded pop. with the the pop culture reference ju. The sixth one is is noise. You know, it's a noise to keep you awake. So it's like a siren. Oh, the sixth one is a Vivizella. Yes, perfect. No one can sleep through that. No, you can try. It is not going to go well. Um, And finally, I mean, what else would keep you awake? We've covered most of the main things. So maybe it's something you have to bring yourself. Yeah, the seventh one is optional. The wild card. It's a wild card. You, as a diplomat, you carry around the seventh string and you attach it to the seventh string fluffer. I am a diplomat, keeper of the seventh string. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's the official title of every diplomat. Yeah. Um, so every, every diplomat has a seventh string that they are the keeper of. They install it on the plane, give it to the staff, in the same way that like the staff are aware of peanut allergies and things, and they stop serving peanuts. Um, most peanut allergy sufferers don't bring a bag of peanuts with them and give them to the staff. These? These are the ones that <laughs> like I can't. This? No, no, no. <laughs> you have can... you got any of these? Okay, well, look after that. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you do, don't open these ones. Oh, baby, you don't want to see what happens if you open these. But in all seriousness, you have, like, specific things. Um, I don't know, maybe an asthmatic might give their inhaler, or I don't know. Medicine. Medicine's a thing. Medicine is whack, yo. Yeah. So this is the diplomat's medicine, effectively. It's just a very physical medicine in that it's a string. Many strings. Many strings. Six of which are standard. One of which... Diplomat. You choose. You choose. Choose your own adventure stick. Also, we're just claiming that one of those will fix dizziness. Tickling fixes dizziness. It's it's science. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Dizziness is a component of height, sort of. You can't be dizzy when you're lying down unless you're. Unless you're you're drunk or have recently spun around or have had to go. Or or, have done any of the things that cause dizziness. Other than that. But it's science. I guess my point is you can't be dizzy if you're not dizzy. That's true. Which is right, but doesn't maybe help. But we're working on it. It's a prototype get yeah, over it geez. jeez we're not wizards we're scientists scientists work slowly wizards work without quick. orbs yeah. without if you, orbs if you if want we... a quick fix go to a wizard <laughs> if you want a <laughs> good fix come to a scientist so for the sleepy dizzy diplomats of the world take up your mantra keeper of the seventh string cuz you may now board planes without fear because except the fear apart from the snake <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> you may board the plane with only one fear. <laughs> because s- that fear is snake itself. <laughs> because the seven string fluffer will keep you alert and <laughs> with your feet firmly planted in the sky, I guess. So, thank you for listening to our pitch. And I hope that helps the diplomats of the world who are in need. But for now, I think we're going to close out the show. Thank you so much for listening. We have been First World Solutions. If you like what you heard today, that's fantastic. And this would be a bad episode to share with your friends because we're talking about a time loop that they don't know about. (laughs) But share them one of the past or future days of future past episodes that we have done or will do. Send a link. We've got... Don't don't share them one we will do. That'll be cool. (laughs) (laughs) If you manage to hunt it down. Um, share Share them an episode we've done. Maybe this one, maybe not. Let them know what we're about. Send them a SoundCloud link. Spotify itunes whatever tickles your whistle get to it if you have any of your own questions queries problems or prompts you'd like to share with us and have addressed on the show you can do so and you should because we love hearing from you we check all of them before the show every week uh so we can try and get topical fixes obviously if you do it from this week onwards it will be a while until we get a chance to do anything with it but that's neither here nor there The point being, you can get in touch with us through Twitter, we're at FWScast, or you can find us on Facebook at First World Solutions, uh, or you can email us directly at fwscast at gmail.com. Now, uh, you may have remembered from the uh, New Year's episode that we're looking to, was it triple? It was triple. It was triple triple our numbers across SoundCloud and Spotify. But uh, yeah, if you can find us on there and send questions in, please do, because... uh, (laughs) Got to talk about something, right? (laughs) (laughs) It's true. He's not wrong. That's the worst thing. If you are listening to us uh, on iTunes, please leave us a rating and a review. Not only does it give us a little hand, it'll boost up that platform, but also we just love hearing what you guys think. Likewise, we love reading your comments on SoundCloud. They always bring a smile to our faces, especially because you guys never laugh at the bits we think you do and you remember things we forget about like years down the line we love it thank you very much uh again if you're listening to us on spotify please do share that link around because we like that platform it's nice and it's green it's green green is good green is good green is the color of money and power but in the meantime thanks once again for listening i've been joel i've been oscar i've been tom no problems no problem